I got banished to the basement. (laughs) (laughs) My husband decided that today would be a good day to work from home. I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah, (laughs) of course. So, and so he's a manager, so he has to be able to answer phone calls. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's no service in the basement. So I got banned. Perfect. Oh, no. Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Plus Laps. I'm Matt. I'm Juves. And today is another guest episode. Yay. Um, okay, so today we have with us Kelsey Motley. Um, I went to high school with her and we've been friends on Instagram for a while. And so I kind of saw her transition from nursing to MOT on there. And when we started SES, we followed her um, because our philosophies aligned very well. It was the whole Mm. like holistic, natural healing um, and looking at the body as a whole instead of just pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we were talking about asking her to come on the episode, I had to keep referring to her as uh, Kelson Wellness because Mac only knew her as (laughs) as her Instagram handle. Um, And so when I was like, oh, like Kelsey, she's like, who? And I was like, Kelsey Wellness. And she's like, oh, I know her. <laughs> um, yeah. So that helped us from, or kept us from getting confused. Uh, and so thankfully, it led us here, yep. which is so awesome. And we're so excited to have you on, Kelsey. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on. First of all, this yeah. is a first for me. So this is a kind of big deal. Um, kind of small, like bucket list moment for me. So that's kind of cool. yeah we're so excited to have you on here um would you mind just introducing yourself uh so our listeners know a little bit about who you are and where you came from well for sure so I mean as you kind of touched already you and I went to high school together so I come from a small town small high school um one of those situations where you know everyone and anyone in your high school their siblings their parents (laughs) it's a very very small world Um, But yeah, so I first, once I graduated high school, I went into kinesiology, um, thinking that I was actually going to go be a physiotherapist. Um, And then kind of got two years into the degree and was like, well, this isn't what I want to do. I will get to the introduction state, but this is kind of part of my introduction. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. Um, So yeah, so I got halfway through the degree and was like, this isn't really what I want. I want to be with people more. I want to help more. Um, not saying that physio doesn't help people, but I just wanted to be more involved and actively engaged in care. So then I started to transition more towards nursing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I worked a couple of years trying to get into nursing, couldn't get into the BSCN program. Um, so then I applied to both the LPN and RN program and was accepted to the LPN program and was like, Hey, this is a great starting place. I guess this is just, this is where I'm getting my feet wet. Um, yeah. so did the LPN program. And so now I'm a licensed practical nurse and um, worked in healthcare for, oh my gosh, I already almost four years. I'm coming up, should get my email wow. here right away from uh, the employer. <laughs> Happy four year anniversary awesome. is what it will <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. Uh, That's actually a long time in healthcare. Y- yeah. 
And when you're in it, four <laughs> years feels like a lifetime already. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I look at the nurses who've been there for 25, 30, 40 years, some of them, and I just yeah. shake my head because I, <laughs> I have um, like the utmost respect for them and their experience and they're just a wealth of knowledge. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's it can, it, it can be a very aging, daunting career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yes, yeah, so I worked in healthcare um, very consistently for three full years. And then this past year and a half ish, I've been kind of stepping away from the system. I'm looking at a more holistic approach um, throughout the pandemic and stuff. Don't have to get into the whole political part of that. <laughs> yeah. but, um, it kind of came down to making uh, making a choice of, am I going to be bullied into uh how do you want to say it? Uh, <laughs> a medical, a permanent medical treatment, or do I want to just take a step back, take my mm. time and make sure I can be fully informed and make yeah. that choice when I'm ready to. Um, yeah. and so because I wasn't ready on their timeline, I was given my leave and right. I didn't know <laughs> they could do. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and actually in my, in my time working for them as well, um, I didn't realize how much the health authority owned me in a way, which really mm-hmm. actually disturbed me to my core because I was working at the hospital in the town that I lived in and I was literally two minutes from the hospital. I could walk to work. Um, it was pretty gravy yeah. and, um, I had what we call a uh, 0.6 FTE. So that's just kind of a set amount of shifts that you get in whatever okay. time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay. So that was my position with the health authority. And then they basically picked me up and dropped me in a new town and said, Kate, you're driving 35 minutes one way up the road. You're going wow. to continue oh, no. working your position. And this is what you're going to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. And so that that pretty much broke me when it came to nursing. Um, there were some yeah. pretty awful things that I, was, I witnessed and stuff. And it wasn't wasn't necessarily any fault of our own as nurses. It was more... Um, a falling out from the system. And there was a lot of um, just, just ginormous holes that weren't being filled or even acknowledged that they were there. Um, Yeah. So that really, that really bothered me because I mean, I really, really love what I, I love being a nurse. I took a lot of pride in, in being able to help people and be part of their care morning and night. And yeah, being that contact person too, when the family would come in that they could feel that they could confide in and trust and whatever. Like I took yeah. a lot of pride in that. Um, and then to have that compromised and I'm now the messenger for policies that maybe don't make, may, maybe don't make sense. Um, yeah. On paper they might, but in practice, most often they don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I really struggled with that. And I really, really struggled in a very, very, very broken system. Um, yeah. But, and so, like I say, I took a step away from that and took some time and I was actually at the gym and there was a gentleman from the town who was like, just kind of talking to me. He was in the same situation as myself. Um, mm-hmm. And he had said like, well, have you heard of osteo? And I was like, I don't know. Like, what is that? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what is that? <laughs> yeah. um, and he's like, like, he's like, well, it's really big in the States. It sounds like it's up and coming in Alberta. Um, it sounds like it's kind of everything you're missing in nursing. And I was like, okay, like I'll, 
I'll go home and do some Googling. And pretty much that that's what I did. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I did, I did a little bit of time in aesthetics and, um, I'm realizing I'm really not introducing myself and going right into my story, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's a, that works. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I did a little bit of time in aesthetics and was like, yeah, no, like ma- not a material girl in a very materialistic world. I'm like, this yeah. is not working for me. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. Um, and so then really committed to osteo and took a 13-month diploma with Manual Osteopathic College of Canada. Um, mm-hmm. And... Yeah, just dove right in and it's super condensed. It's a very challenging program. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a lot of information in a very short period of time. But I can luckily, only imagine because even yeah. like like going to school for like chiropractic, which I assume is kind of similar, but a little bit different, is like <laughs> a whole doctorate. And then your whole program is like a 13-month program. And it's like, oh, you have to know just everything then. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. so that's where I was like really struggling too. Um, again, it's just systems. I, I'm struggling in systems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I feel that actually. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's yeah. all for me, it's all the red tape nonsense, right? Like if you don't mm-hmm. have certain letters behind your name or if you don't have mm-hmm. whatever, then yeah. you're not recognized, respected, so on and so forth. And I struggled with that in the nursing system as well. Yeah. in our healthcare system in general um, and just everyone trying to squish each other and um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know I just it, it really bothers me that um, if you're not like if you put in the time and you put in the effort and you take the courses and you have that knowledge why like why yeah. aren't you able to practice that way <laughs> yeah exactly I'm dealing with the same same thing right now too yeah <laughs> or have been dealing with yeah. yeah, and it's so frustrating because it makes me want to just completely step away and just go rogue and <laughs> <laughs> yep. pay for my own private insurance and then not yeah. associate with anything or anyone because it's just, it's so frustrating because that was, again, one of the things that I struggled being a nurse as well is it, got, it started to feel like I was scripted and it felt like I couldn't truly be my authentic self. Mm-hmm. And I was always like looking over my shoulder of, oh, well, I have to say it this way, or I have to teach this certainly because this is what we're told, right? Yeah. Um, and so I really, yeah, I, I just don't like being told who to be <laughs> or how to no, be. No, that's fair. <laughs> no. <laughs> A big thank you to Persona Nutrition for working with Sometimes Shibata Slaps. Persona Nutrition ships customized vitamins and supplements to you each month. All you need to do is take their short quiz on their website and they will build you the perfect pack of vitamins. With subscription, you also have access to nutritionists online, so if you have any health concerns or questions, you will be directed with a nutritionist in no time. The vitamin packs come with the cutest little wrapper with your name on it and a list of supplements inside. If you want more information, there is a blog on their website with tons of additional information. Right now, get 50% off your first month subscription with the link on our website. If you want to get into supplements and vitamins and all that good stuff, head on over to sometimesshabbatislaps.com for more information. Yeah, it's especially tough when like you're so passionate about like helping people and you're like, I know how to help you. I know what to do. I just, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like my hands are tied and I'm sorry that you have to suffer because of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so there was a lot of situations I started to find myself in 
where you're explaining a policy and you're shaking your head like non-verbally telling them like telling the family like this is what we're doing (laughs) pay attention to body language we don't like this (laughs) exactly like I hear you believe me I feel those frustrations too um, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, I have to play the game to have my job. And then at, at, eventually I just got to the point where I'm like morally and ethically, like I can't continue on like this, like this, yeah. this bothers mm-hmm. me. But that's fair. Um, yes. Yeah, so then I dove right into osteo and then we can talk about that. I'm sure later, um, <laughs> <laughs> but an actual introduction of who I am, small town girl. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I am a nurse by trade. I've transitioned to be a pretty much full-time manual osteopathic therapist, um, Mm -hmm. really just looking to serve the body in all the ways that our traditional healthcare system does not recognize it. Um, There's a lot of unmet needs that uh, we work with, like in my regular practice. And um, I might not even be your traditional osteo as well. Um, Yeah. So it's it's been a super fun journey to go through and kind of, um, figure out who I really am as myself, but also as a practitioner and yeah. start to kind of attract and gather the client base to serve the people in the way that I authentically and truly want to and am able to, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. wow, that's basically me. <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> no, that's so sweet. I never like, um, we took our horses to osteopaths and so I never, like, until you started doing it, I never made the connection that, like, there could be osteopaths for humans. I thought it was, like, <laughs> purely an animal thing. And then I was, like, following your Instagram and I was like, no way, that's so cool. Like, humans could do it, too. Like, that makes so much sense. Like, I, I don't know why I didn't put it together that, like, we both have bones. Like, yeah, we could both, <laughs> like, benefit from an osteopath. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, well and there's actually like lots of people too, because I mean, I live in a small rodeo community too. So there's lots of people who believe that um, working on your horse also has the human worked on and vice versa. So if you work on the human, the oh. horse benefits. And you'll notice like um, different people will kind of reflect the same patterns in each other. So I've worked on mother daughter pairs, um, mom and babe. Mm-hmm. I love, I yeah. love mom and babes. Um, oh. <laughs> But um, you'll notice like similar kind of mirroring patterns. And so I'm like, okay, if humans are able to do that, I mean, it's as simple as how our um, cycles will sink when you start spending time around females, mm-hmm. your cycles yeah, will yeah. Start. So it's like, how come like our, our bodies will start to do that in each other as well? Spouses mm-hmm. too, I'll see that too. That's very interesting. That's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I love the whole, the whole synergy, even like, again, with like horse and rider, right? Mm-hmm. That's something you would not think of whatsoever it's like a different species you don't look the same you don't yeah act the same in certain ways right but yeah if you're spending that much time connected quite literally you are yeah. on each other <laughs> literally. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it totally makes sense yeah for sure that's very cool sure. um so can you go into a little bit about like what osteopathic therapy is mm-hmm. yeah and this is the story of the last year and a half of trying to actually get a label on this because <laughs> yeah. like literally day one of like my MOT schooling they're like okay we are going to define in your own words what manual osteopathic therapy is and I'm like but I don't even know what it is yeah. <laughs> you want me to define this okay cool got it um <laughs> so 
the best way for me to describe it, we we zoom out from a chief complaint. We look at getting to the root cause of whatever it is that you're struggling with. Um, sometimes it can be uh, emotional. Sometimes it can actually be a physical ailment. Um, but we zoom out from that. Look at your whole body. Look at you as the whole person and rewind all the way from day zero to now. So we discuss your birth story, um, Mm. which is kind of a big concept to wrap your head around the fact that like your entrance into this world kind of sets the stage for how your body is going to be able to compensate moving forward. Um, And actually even like there's different things that can come up that happened in utero like there's different organs and tissues that are developed at the same time, obviously in utero, um, that if mom goes through something in that time of development, sometimes Mm -hmm. it can show up later in life in kind of a mirror imaging of like, like for example, um, your TM, like TMJ and your hips, uh, very Mm -hmm. closely related, your hips and your jaw are developed very, at very similar time in your body. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I didn't know that because I'm having like major TMJ issues right now and my hips are so tight all yeah. the time. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like spot on That's for like you. all of my chief complaints. Nice. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Sounds like you need to find an Austin near you. Okay, good to know. Yeah, it's just a different perspective on the body. And I mean, structurally too, if you look at the jaw joint and then you or the jaw and the structure mm-hmm. of the bone, like the mandible, and then you look at your hip bones, they kind of look similar, right? The way your pelvis mm-hmm. all comes together. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know, the, like the body is just so incredible. So this, like this mm-hmm. approach has just blown my, like blown my mind every day. I'm like, oh my gosh, they said that that can happen. <laughs> and then it's happening. Yep. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, yep. So yeah, so we look at the body as a whole. Um, nothing is irrelevant is what I tell people. And it's like, if it's coming up and you feel you need to tell me, there's probably good reason for it. Yeah. So we work at kind of unwinding the, the tissues, um, setting the body up for success to go to work and do the healing that it is actually very innately able to do. So mm-hmm. um, that's part of where my name change came from as well, because I was Kelson Wellness and now I'm innate body brilliance. Okay, um, I was going to um, ask you about like what prompted the change and what those words mean to you. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it totally, it kind of adds up to my definition of manual osteopathic therapy as well, right? Because when I do Mm -hmm. these explanations, I found myself using the words innate, the body is Mm -hmm. brilliant, and that like you are very capable and that holistic healing. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, health and wellness was a great place to start. Um, It was cute. It was catchy. Um, But then Mm -hmm. I'm like, this doesn't really reflect the type of practice that I do anymore. Um, and so then I met with, um, she's, her Instagram is Hey Sunny Studio. Her name is Cheryl. She's wonderful. And so we had a okay. little like, meeting and she helped me rebrand and it was amazing. Um, nice. nice. So that's kind of where that name change came from was um, working with the body as a whole and recognizing its innate capabilities. So that means the, what our body is able to do from birth without even thinking right? It's Mm -hmm. it's that subconscious kind of healing, um, the subconscious functions that you, like, you don't have to sit here and think about breathing. You don't have to sit here and think about, okay, heartbeat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, and even like, I mean, now that I'm experiencing my own pregnancy too, like 
I say all the time, I don't have to sit here and be like, okay, body, let's build legs today. Right. Like (laughs) (laughs) Um, my body is just naturally and innately doing that on its own. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was one of the biggest concepts that really spoke to me when I first started learning about manual osteopathic therapy was that um, it recognizes what the body is able to do naturally and on its own without adding a chemical toxic load, like a pharmaceutical, for example, um, as step number one in the healing. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's one of the main like foundations of manual osteopathic therapy is recognizing the body is self-healing, self-regulating. It functions as a whole unit. So when something happens Mm -hmm. to the body, it happens to the whole body, right? The whole person. So it's not just your ankle that was broken. Everything had to go to work. All the systems had to get fired up. Um, your whole body had to compensate in some way, shape, or form to help heal that ankle. Right. Um, so for me, that was just like mind blowing <laughs> when mm-hmm. I first heard that too. I was like, "Well, yeah, like, duh, that makes sense." <laughs> right. just, it does make sense, but you don't hear that, especially in nursing, where it's not like if your ankle's broken, we just look at the ankle. We don't look at what other systems in your body had to compensate for your ankle being broken that mm-hmm. might be leading to other issues that you're having right now. A hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. And so 100%. that's, yeah, that's, it's everything that I was missing in nursing and it's just so logical, practical that like, yeah. I look at, I, I always have like, it's kind of like devil and angel on my shoulders. I have my nurse brain <laughs> and then my osteo brain. And so then yeah. sometimes I'm working with people and, and, there's different releases that happen. Um, for example, I had someone who looked like they were almost, it was almost seizure activity. So then my mm-hmm. nurse brain is going, oh my gosh, <laughs> all an ambulance. <laughs> like this is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And then my optical brain is like, no, no, this is, this is what trauma can look like when it's leaving the body. Like you are the practitioner, you stay calm, help support the body through this. And, yeah. and it will come out the other side. And honestly, like, that like I'm, I'm very fortunate it was another um, body practitioner that I was working on. And so she was very aware. So she was mm-hmm. even, even able to say like, I'm okay. As it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. Like just stay calm, stay centered. We're yeah. good. We um, yeah. And so for me, like that was just, again, just kind of reinforcing like the, the ability of the body to hold on to these things but it's also mm-hmm. very capable of letting it go, moving past yeah. that layer and healing it. Um, and that's not to say that that whatever that was being stored is never going to have to be um, re-experienced again. But um, yeah. at least we've moved past that fresh layer, that really hyperactive, like hyper arousing layer. And maybe mm-hmm. like maybe it'll give her a better understanding moving forward of what was going on in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah. So to define osteo in a sentence is very difficult. Yeah. Uh, totally. <laughs> and I always like, I always just kind of close off the session or like close off the explanation by saying like, it's one of those therapies. It's very gentle hands-on therapy. It doesn't seem like we're doing much in the moment, um, mm-hmm. but you'll really notice the big shifts as your body starts to kind of adapt to the changes that we've made in the body. Um I work external to your body. So this is like my big tagline. It's like, I work <laughs> external to your clothes so you don't have to get naked and afraid. <laughs> I love it. To keep your clothes when your whole appointment. Um, yep. Unless you're wearing like belt buckles. I have a pet peeve. It is big, 
belt buckles coming into my space. I'm like, yeah, okay, this is going to be a fun conversation, but I need you to take your belt off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can keep your clothes on, but please take your pants off. That's your belt <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, no, my dad does the same thing because the belts, they rip his adjusting tables. And so he's like, can you please take your belts off because you're wrecking my tables and I have to get them reupholstered. And like, so Mm -hmm. you'll like go in to get adjusted by him and you'll just have like a doubled up like strip around where your belt goes just to like protect his table. So I was like, that (laughs) looks funny. That's smart. I I didn't even think about that. See, and for me, when I'm like, when I'm working with the pelvis, if there's a belt um, Mm -hmm. or any sort of like restrictive kind of clothing, it changes the way that the tissues are all kind of associating. Um, and it just kind of changes the feel for me as well as the practitioner. So I don't get that good movement that I'm looking for. And it's Mm -hmm, sometimes more of like a mental game of like, Hey, is the tissue really this stuck or is this the belt that I'm like struggling with? And so then I don't feel like I can be as like present because it's like, do I ask them to take it off? Do I not? Like, it's just, (laughs) we're just going to address it. Take your belt off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So I guess what does like a a typical, I guess, session with you look like? Like if someone like Journey comes in and has the TMJ and hip issues, Mm -hmm. what would be your step-by-step approach into like helping her with that? Okay. So this is another big thing that I struggled with moving from (laughs) like nurse brain where it's like systems protocols. Someone comes in, this is step one, step two, step three. This is what you do. Blanket application. Go hard. (laughs) Right. Like it's foolproof. (laughs) Um, and then osteo brain is like, okay, well, what else does she have going on? How was her birth? Did she have really tough birth? Um, what other, like what other sort of traumas has she been through? Has there been a car accident? Has there been bucked off horses? The amount of people that forget to tell me that (laughs) they got bucked off a horse 18 times in their life is a daily conversation. (laughs) (laughs) It's trauma to the body. Like you are coming off six eight feet of horse yeah, <laughs> literally either hitting a fence hitting a ground like your body's gonna feel that right yeah um and that's not to say like it's not like this huge trauma but it matters right the body got yeah. shook um so a typical session we'll go through that conversation of like okay well what else what else is going on like how is your stress level coming in here today um yeah. You might just be background clenching in your jaw too, right? The second you get stressed, <laughs> yep. you're going to clench your jaw. Um, and then you'll pull your shoulders up probably. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> yeah. And so what I really like to try and do is keep it simple. First of all, it mm-hmm. doesn't need to be this big complex um, rambly kind of session, right? Just keep it simple. Um, yeah. The body really, like the body is brilliantly complex but also it can be very simple (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so we have that conversation and then follow-ups as well we'll do check-ins of well what like did you notice any shifts um my goal and the whole goal of manual osteopathic therapy is to help improve body like help improve your function in your day um right so even if it's just the little things of like hey you know what i had pain in my rib when i was breathing um, that pain is gone. And if you think of how many times you breathe in a day, that's a huge mm-hmm. win, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so our goal is just to, yeah, just improve, just improve your overall function, um, help balance your nervous system, which again, improves that function. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we'll go through kind of this whole conversation, educating, informing, um, we'll obtain consent to move on with the session. 
Um, yeah. which I have to ask every time. And most people are like, <laughs> you really have to ask me if you can work with me and my body. I'm like, yes, I have to ask you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, consent is so, so important to me as a practitioner. Um, mm-hmm. and as a patient too, um, we really yeah. saw some fluctuations in what that kind of can look like. Um, and even in my nursing experience too, that was one thing I've really, like really tried to prioritize as well. Um, even mm-hmm. something as simple as, Hey, here's your regular morning meds that you've been getting for the last 10 years of your life. But like, are you wanting to take these? Are you aware of what they are? Um, do yeah. you have any questions for me? Right. Um, yeah. quite yeah. often we get, we get robotic. Um, mm-hmm. so yes, we obtain consent and then, um, we'll go through like hands-on physical assessment. We'll do some range of motion stuff. Um, I'll do kind of what we call a listen to the body. So sounds, some of it sounds pretty woo woo. Um, well, I'm in it too. So yeah. it's like, don't get me wrong. You're talking about like TMJ and hip issues. And I'm like, yeah, chronic ear infections in kids is a sign of gut health issues. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 And, um, tinnitus, big, big kidney sign. So you can either be like toxicity in the kidneys, your kidneys just might not be functioning there like to their optimal level. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, our goal is to improve function and optimize your wellness, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we'll go through that listening kind of of the body. And um again, this is where my nursing brain was challenged of like systems and protocols. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I might as I'm assessing someone and going through their body and Kind of noting different restrictions, different places that are kind of jumping out at me. Um, I might already be going, okay, we're going to start with this, like a general treatment. We're going to start and then we're going to do this. And then, and then we get them on the table. And then I actually really start to connect with their body and move more towards that treatment. If you want to call it treatment, um, but yeah. the hands-on therapy part. Um, and all of a sudden it's like, nope, um, this isn't actually what we're going to do today. We are going to start in this area um because it's just really where the body is kind of calling um and again it sounds woo woo but it's pretty amazing (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally that's so um, cool yeah i i could ramble on and on about it but i just (laughs) seriously i just i love the approach because we i really do my best to not get pigeonholed so if you're coming in with shoulder pain i really try not to just focus in on that shoulder pain because quite often Unless there was a direct trauma to the shoulder, it probably isn't truly a shoulder issue, right? So where right. we're feeling that symptom and feeling that pain is quite often actually not where the root cause is. And that's where um, I really like uh, the MOT approach because um, we're not in it to just like have you coming back every week and making sure yeah. and just doing little 15 minute things here and there. Um, mm. I offer a full hour session so that you and your body can really show up to the appointment because it's not Mm -hmm. until 30, 35 minutes into the appointment that you'll see people, they'll just suddenly take this big breath and then they'll just soften. And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. now your body is really here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not thinking about the list of things you had to do on your way in and the next daunting list of things you need to do on your way out. It's like you are actually here in this room, present, ready to receive whatever it is that, um, I have to offer. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um, it's, I don't know. I, it's, 
it's such a special approach. And to me, it's not something that I'm in it for the money by any means. Obviously, yeah. we all have air bills at the end of the day. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. gotta have some sort of an income. Um, mm-hmm. But that's also part of why I'm not really willing to do it more than three days a week either, because I really yeah. want to be able to serve and yeah. actually um, be there wholly and presently for all of mm-hmm. um, our practice members and um, make them feel seen, heard, and um, truly served at the end of the day. That's that's just kind mm-hmm. of my goal. Yeah, that's because I was going to ask. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, I was going to ask, like, um, like, do you find it difficult, like, if you're having an off day to, like, properly help them? Or, like, do you notice that you have to do special work on yourself in between sessions just to make sure that you are also coming in with, like, a, like, your body is also fully present for your uh, clients? For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, especially, I'm not going to lie, at the beginning of my pregnancy, there was mornings where I was sitting there, I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. there's different things that you kind of learn along the way. Um, and I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm still quite new to my practice. Um, mm-hmm. I started at the office I'm at in January. So we're almost coming up on a year. Um, nice. But I did once at home before that. But anyways, so still kind of learning all the little different tactics to support myself in that. Um, yeah. I love snacks. So <laughs> yeah. you had pregnancy top of that and holy yeah. <laughs> look out so to like prep yeah. my body I always I love to just take like a couple minutes in between each person and just like take a nice deep breath um mm-hmm. drink water have a snack kind of refresh and then yeah. um this is where that nursing training really helped as well to just drop and it it, it makes you kind of less of a human at times to drop what happened in that room and mm-hmm kind of wash it off and if you need to deal with it later then you do um yeah. but you need to set it aside and just be there for the next person because at the end of the day like I'm not here to waste people's time or money either so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah so if someone came, came to you and basically asked what's the difference between a MOT and a chiropractor what would be your response well, a chiropractor's a doctor, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Um, and to be a doctor of osteo, you have to go to school in the States. As of now, still, there isn't mm-hmm. any doctor of osteo schools in Canada. Um, yeah. But we all we, we see the body in a similar light, but um, I believe that we all serve the body in a different way. So chiropractors, mm-hmm. they're just trained in different techniques, right? Um, the biggest difference I would definitely say is they are trained to do those high velocity adjustments. Whereas we do more manual, manual manipulative kind of corrective techniques. Um, Mm -hmm. so you won't see any high velocity adjustments from, from this cat. That's, that's not my scope. (laughs) Yeah, that's nice. No, no neck cracking or anything of that sort. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, we like we correct next, but we I certainly am not adjusting next in yeah. the way that yeah. they do. I feel like that makes patients feel a little bit more comfortable because that's one of the biggest things that I found with my dad. Like his patients come in and they're a little bit nervous because they're like this especially the sound of the adjustment is so off putting to them that they're just mm-hmm. like a little bit nervous. She's like, It's okay. It's just like when you pop your knuckles, it's just gas releasing, like you're fine, I'm not breaking you, it's okay. And so then to go to someone like you where it's like, I just like 
manipulate your body a little bit and then there's a release there's no big loud sound like you're okay i'm not going to like crank on your neck like you'll be fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's gotta be very um relaxing i would imagine for patients Mm -hmm. for sure and i mean there again we serve the body in different ways too right i mean Mm -hmm. you don't have to get your neck adjusted when you go to a chiro they can they can still work with your body in different ways um yeah i like i can't really speak too terribly much to their profession um but in terms of like what we're able to do yeah it's definitely low like lower input for sure um very slow and controlled gentle techniques um and for sure like some people who are running at that threshold of like can't come down from that sympathetic fight or flight stress response um if they can't come down from that sometimes having an adjustment is too much input for them Mm -hmm. and so sometimes i'm a great place to start so we start kind of introducing them to touch on their neck and just different shifts that we can make that way. Um, so right. um, in the office I'm in, we, we do share quite a few people that um, are able to get their necks adjusted. Some don't. Um, but yeah. even for me, before I even work with the head or neck, I always ask because some people are just very, very sensitive and very protective of it. And so if yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. tense right up before, before I'm even at your neck, like it's going to yeah. be a, <laughs> tough to get some <laughs> yeah. movement through there, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Definitely. So big thank you to Blue Land for working with Sometimes Spotted Slaps. If you're passionate about the earth and a clean home, then these are the cleaning products for you. Blue Land is a company that sells eco-friendly cleaning products on a subscription basis. You can buy the welcome kit, which comes with dissolvable tablets of the products and reusable containers for each product. I got the clean sweet kit, which comes with a foaming hand soap, laundry detergent, powder dish soap, dishwasher detergent, multi-surface cleaner and bottle, bathroom cleaner and bottle, and glass and mirror cleaner and bottle. And I love it so far. It has done exactly what I need it to do. So there are so many kits that you can get. And once you have what you need, then the tablets can be mailed out as needed. So you can just order the tablets and you don't have to get rid of the bottle as if what you do when you go to the grocery store now. So we love that they don't send out useless plastic bottles with each product and you can just pop a tablet into the bottle and reuse it. So if you're interested in incorporating Blue Land products into your everyday life, click the link in our description and or on our website. So you're also trained in reflexology, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah, okay. I forget that about myself. <laughs> I know. I was looking at your Instagram last night. I was like, oh, yeah, reflexology. Right. <laughs> Um, so do you like, is it pretty much the same or a little bit different or is like osteopathic therapy just like building on what you learn in reflexology? Um, hmm. they are, they are very different in a sense that reflexology is usually applied to one focused area of the body with the intention to serve the rest of the body. So okay. it's mostly kind of going off the perspective that the body is very connected, very interrelated. Um, right. Mm-hmm. So I'm trained in foot reflexology. Um, I did take some, like a certificate for hand reflexology, but I don't super love to do it. Um, I prefer the feet. The hands, I mean, are super small, super intimate, right? Working with someone's Mm -hmm. hands is a pretty intimate experience. So it's not something I super love to do. So um, I only really advertise publicly that I do feet. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Excuse me. So it's all like, it's all kind of based off the, um, theory that there's different points in your feet that correspond to the rest of your body. 
Um, right. It has been said that an hour reflexology session can serve the body in the way that an hour massage can in terms of relaxation, okay. improved circulation. There's a certain amount of detox that happens. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it's very low input. So if you're, say you're pregnant and you can't handle laying on your tummy for a full hour massage, reflexology mm-hmm. is a good option because you can do it sitting up just with mm-hmm. your feet up which what pregnant woman doesn't love to kick her feet up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Especially when your ankles are just well, you're like, please, a foot massage sounds lovely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's great for uh, seniors, really great for seniors. Um, Cause mm-hmm. there's, I think it, I don't know if it's just something in that generation, right. That self-care was never, I don't know if it was never needed or if it was just not a priority to them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so for them to book like an hour massage, it's kind of the vibe that I get from the people who see me for reflexology as opposed to going for a massage. It seems like it's just more comfortable for them to just lay down with their clothes on. Again, yeah. there's no getting naked and afraid in my room. It's a really great place to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then it's just focused on the feet. And actually, um, I should send you guys a picture of this lady's feet. She's like this real bad diabetic like her like her foot mm-hmm. literally like had like a big loss of circulation into her one foot it happens yeah. with kind of progressive diabetes yeah. um so her foot was like purple-ish quite puffy yeah. very restricted fluid flow into that foot um mm-hmm. she'd been seeing chiropractic on a regular uh, care plan and then yeah. um, she was actually referred to me for reflexology. And so mm-hmm. after a couple sessions, she actually has, like, she's got her color back in her feet. Like, they actually wow. look awesome. matched. Um, and then she's actually started to do osteo as well. So we've kind of, we kind of alternate between reflexology and MOT. So she's been, she's been just trucking along. It's been so cool to see her health improve. Um, yeah. But yeah, so she was able to actually get like feeling back in her feet after like her first couple sessions were not pleasant for her after because her feet mm-hmm. hurt because they had better fluid flow. They had that sense like right. that stimulation rate. And so mm-hmm. she said for a day or two after her appointments, like her feet were pretty sore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she was able to come back and like recognize that even though her feet did hurt, like it was a good hurt like it was mm-hmm. working towards being painless because I feel like that's something that scares a lot of people off is they're trying this new thing that they've never heard of and then they leave and they don't feel a hundred percent better immediately and they're like oh it doesn't work I'm just never gonna go back like yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that it's is, nice to see that she was able to come back for sure and honestly like that's where um I owe a lot to my nursing background too in terms of like patient education and fully informed consent um, mm-hmm. is going through those, that question period, right? Cause it's new. Every, like everyone who comes into my room, you can just feel like the tension and anxiety. They're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I don't really know what I'm here for. I don't know like really what it is, but I've just been told I need to be here. So here I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really totally. try and ease that and do that good. Um, we call it patient teaching, um, mm-hmm. in my past life, but now I just call it just really informed consent. So, yeah, um, we, we were able to have that conversation and I talk about it a lot with, um, my MOT practice members as well, that, mm-hmm. um, sometimes things have to get worse before they get better. And it's yeah. as long as it's not like flat out on the couch for days and days after, 
after our mm-hmm. session. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, then, then we know we really overdid it and we really fried you. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes you do have to take a little baby step back to get forward. So, yeah. And for her, it was really cool because she hadn't been able to really feel that her foot was there. So the fact mm-hmm. that it was hurting, though it wasn't pleasant, it was also kind of like, hey, I have my left foot back. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I guess most of we got about your that we have for your practice and whatnot. I guess, um, is there any other things that we haven't asked you that you want to touch on in regards to your practice or anything like what's your hopes for your future and things like that too? Ooh, that's a fun question. <laughs> um, so as we've been talking about at the very start of the podcast, I uh, really struggle with systems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm really yeah. wanting to get just very independent and just be able to be me. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been taking a lot more courses on working with um, toddlers and babies. Mm-hmm. And the really cool thing about being a nurse is you can become what they call a lactation consultant. And so mm-hmm. someday, now, I mean, it complicates things that I'm growing a human myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of a timeline, I'm not going to complain about being pregnant because it is such a beautiful gift and seeing what yeah. her body is able to do is absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm hoping to one day do my lactation consulting and mm-hmm. then continue specializing more with babies and yeah. be able to kind of marry those two careers. So when you asked kind of, I don't know if we were recording yet, but um, you'd mm-hmm. asked about maybe going one way versus the other, finding a way to kind of converge them. Yeah. <laughs> that is my yeah. goal is I want to be able to kind of be independent of the system, um, mm-hmm. adaptation consulting wise, like, so still be able to count for my nursing hours. Um, yeah. While still also serving the osteo part that I'm so passionate about. Um, yeah. And I, I think it'd be really beneficial and there's such a huge need for it. The more and more moms, I mean, every stage in life that you're in, you start to kind of attract people in the similar stages as well. Yeah. So the more moms I kind of connect with and babes that I see, it's like, I'm really seeing that there's a demand and a gap there. Um, yeah. And, and I like, I, I, and maybe again, it's just the stage that I'm in right now. I'm so yeah. passionate about working with all sorts of moms. I believe that you were forever postpartum. You're just less and less acute. Um, mm-hmm. cause your body yeah. is still healing, right? Your body yeah, exactly. has done something really unbelievable. Like it's remarkable what the body has mm-hmm. just done to grow a human, yeah. but also get it earth side. And now whatever yeah. that looks like, whether it was a C-section, whether it was this beautiful birth, whether it yeah. was exactly as planned or not at all as planned. Um, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things to do in my practice is working with women and helping kind of make sense and kind of process everything that has happened in those phases because um, our moms aren't seen when it becomes, when it's, when baby comes out. (laughs) So once baby is earthside, our moms just kind of get forgotten. And that really, really bothers me, particularly, well, I mean, in all circumstances, but particularly with C-sections because they've undergone a major surgery. There's five or six layers of tissue that they've now severed and cut through to access. And I mean, obviously there was a need for it, I would assume. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We don't need to go there today. (laughs) (laughs) I 
about. Yeah. Yeah. I hope there's a purpose for it. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. it was truly intent, like intentional and was really meant to serve mom and babe. Um, yeah. yeah. But either way, they've, they've caused massive trauma to the body and then removed baby, removed placenta, done the whole process. And then yeah. moms are sent home with no post-op information. I'll ask yeah. my moms and say like, mm-hmm. hey, like, what kind of what kind of advice have they offered you in terms of your recovery? And they look at me mm-hmm. like I've had. So they're like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It was all about yeah. baby. Like, <laughs> well, I feel like it's a very recent thing where people are realizing that like a C-section is a major abdominal surgery. Like people just brush it off like, oh, it's a C-section. Like that's just what happens sometimes. It's no like, no, like you were cut open. A being was taken out of you and then you were stitched back up and told to go like (laughs) keep this being alive and yourself. Yeah. And you're like, how? how And not even being able to like bend over to pick up because you can only lift a certain weight before you rip your stomach open. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so some of the most powerful moments I think that I've had in our practice is, um, see allowing moms the time and space to kind of connect with that part of them that they maybe didn't realize was lost um and start kind of working at I mean acknowledging that that happened first of all right because a lot of them just get into the hustle and bustle of like Kate now I'm a mom like (laughs) yeah figure this out right um yeah and so it's just kind of working at acknowledging and and trying to empower mom of like you did something really beautiful like whether it went as planned or not like However, your baby got here earthside, like they are here safely. And at the end of the day, like we can't change the process. We can only learn yeah. from it and offer wisdom moving forward. But um, your your body has done something incredible. It grew a human. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So cool. yeah. yeah. And so, like, what can we do to support you and your body to get back into something that seems functional for you? Um, yeah. And some women, like I've had, I've had women absolutely just burst in tears when they connect with their C-section scar. And when I say connect yeah. with it, they literally, like, I guide them to put their hands on their scar, whether it's direct skin to skin, um, mm-hmm. through their plants, whatever, like, whatever they're comfortable with. Um, yeah. And, and just kind of help make that connection back in themselves of like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> this yeah. really happened. This scar is here. Like, um, and we, we kind of work at bringing more vitality back into those tissues by just acknowledging yeah. that they're there, first of all, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Any trauma to the body, that subconscious mind is like, this was danger, this was trauma, we're just going to block this out until we can maybe deal with it one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, especially with like something stomach related, because I feel like a lot of women have problems with their stomach to begin with like I don't want to touch my stomach I don't like looking at my stomach for too long and Mm -hmm. things like that and so let alone touching a scar that was like yeah you were sliced into and your baby was pulled out of you and then you had to heal it and you already maybe don't like your stomach prior and now you have to really sit with it and fully embrace it yeah I can see why it'd be so emotional yeah for sure so yeah for sure um yeah do you do anything with like um, women who've experienced like miscarriages? Because I feel like that's a huge trauma on the body where like working mm-hmm. with a C-section scar would be just as important to work with someone who has had a miscarriage just to kind of reset and like kind of release a little bit of that trauma. Mm-hmm. You got her. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I always say I work with all bodies in all stages. Um, mm-hmm. 
my goal is to optimize your function. So whatever that needs yeah. to look like, um, as long as obviously it's within my scope and I'm comfortable yeah. and you're comfortable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, I, lots, unfortunately, it's our generation that has been the most heavily medicated when it comes from birth control. Um, yeah. So we have highest fertility rates, not saying that those coincide, but the shoe fits. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very much um, so. Yeah. Relations and so, not causation, but be wary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, mm. So, I mean, infertility and miscarriages is one of the biggest things that I deal with lately. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. again, that is another one that's so empowering, right? Because a lot of us women who've had those issues or struggles, um, there's going to be a certain level of resentment you have towards that womb space. And that that's not a really viable situation for a, a life to start growing in, right? And yeah, so one exactly. of the most empowering questions I ask my women is, okay, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you focus in and think about your uterus? Quite often there's tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's like, oh, like I'm really angry at it or I'm frustrated or I resent it mm. or it makes me sad, right? And yeah. so then it's like, okay, how, like, what can we do to make that a better environment so that you can focus in on it and go, you know what? I'm filling it with light. It's, it's a beautiful space for me to bring mm-hmm. our new family member into, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes it requires that physical connection from me as a practitioner to help kind of guide that journey, whatever that looks like. And again, it's not, it's not one size fits all. There's no protocol. Um, and again, sometimes it sounds woo woo, but, um, there's been a couple, couple different women that I've seen and, and who know it, I'm not taking credit for it because it's, (laughs) the body is very (laughs) complex, but there has been, there has been success with pregnancy after a couple sessions. So nice. Yeah, yeah, so that's been it's been super super fun to kind of learn as I go, right? I mean, um, yeah. yeah, obviously I'm new to my practice, but at the same time, um, if we're not learning, we need to find something else to do. I think that yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that's uh, kind of where I'm at right now. Where I'm like, I miss learning about things. Like, I want to go back to school, but what do I want to go back to school for? And like, is it worth it? Like, what like what do I want to learn mm-hmm. about specifically? So mm-hmm. that's why I enjoy like talking to other people because then I get to learn about what they want to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. And it's mm-hmm. it's perspective. And there's a lot of people who come in and they're like, I'm kind of like the last straw kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think like that's how kind of holistic health is right now is like, well, I've gone to my doctor, yeah. I've gone to my specialist, I've gone to this and I've had that test and they're telling me this is all fine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well what are you looking for from me then? Like what, like how can yeah. I serve you today? And mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are just looking for answers. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I always say, I'm not a diagnostic tool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and also I'm not a doctor, so I'm not here to diagnose you. Um, but yeah. what I can offer is perspective. And so a lot of people mm-hmm. have gone to all these different practitioners, um, mm-hmm. Eastern and Western medicine, whatever, um, and they're still seeking more information. And yeah, yeah. I think that that's kind of just the best vessel that I can be for people is just um, information and perspective through the lens that I've been trained, if you want to use that word, to mm-hmm. see things, right? Um, yeah. And so that's one thing a lot of people say, well, how come you can see that? But like my doctor, my pyro, my physio, my whoever, 
um, yeah. didn't notice that. And it's like, well, I've been trained to see things through a different lens. I see things differently than they do yeah. and vice versa. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge like proponent for a referral network as well. That yeah. I'm not the end all be all. I don't have all the answers. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and if I ever get to a state where I think that I know everything, then I probably should find something else to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely not the case. Um, no. There's no one, size, no one size fits all. Not no one is exactly the same carbon copy, right? Even in twins, they all have. Yeah, they're different, right? Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where it's like, if I'm seeing someone and we just aren't seeming to make any progress, okay, let's like, let's find someone else who can maybe serve you in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I like that a lot. Cause it is, you do kind of get into like, even when you're choosing like, like psychologists, like your therapist or whatever, like you go around and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't fit with this one, but like shopping around providers is such a, like, I would say a new thing where people used to just go to like, oh, this doctor, your word is just how it is. I can't mm-hmm. go around to find other things because they're just going to tell me the same thing. Yeah. But I'm glad that that's something that's coming out of it. Well, and even there's different branches of like, when you talk psychology, there's different branches of psychology that focus on different things, right? Like mm-hmm. my interest is in nutritional psychology, but it's not a field. Yeah. I can't <laughs> go and get certified in nutritional psychology because <laughs> it's just non-existent. I can go for health psychology, but it doesn't focus in on the same things like the gut brain connection in quite the way that I want to yeah. do it. So, so why don't you that's start why it? I did holistic nutrition and then I'm like, okay, I have my psych, psych degree. I have my holistic nutrition. I'm going to meld the two somehow mm-hmm. eventually, but it's kind of like, I guess, yeah, nurse nursing and osteopathy. And then you're like, okay, I want to meld my East and West that I got going on and <laughs> find that happy medium because that truly is health and wellness in my mind. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're the- exactly right. And that's yeah. just it. Like, um, I think that's maybe, maybe just who I am nowadays where I'm just pro going rogue, but yeah. <laughs> where it's like, yeah. okay, well, if there isn't something there and you're really feeling called to, to learn it, teach it, do it, whatever, like whatever that looks like. And you're mm-hmm. just can't shake that call. Why don't you just yeah. create it then? Exactly. Yeah. I've been told that many times recently <laughs> when I talked about it and they're like you should create it I'm like you're trying to do it <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, like, I'm trying to figure it out I'm like but like what are the steps because I can't go ahead and call myself a therapist or a psychologist yeah right unless I go get a master's in like counseling then I can be a counselor but I'm like do another master's if I don't need a master's like it's kind of that back and forth like in limbo figure it out field right now yeah so I'm sure you would be with like lactation specialist and mixing those you're gonna be like okay i don't know what to call myself but there's gotta be something that (laughs) comes up here yeah for sure and that's just it like um there's different insurances and stuff that'll back you to do different things um Mm. like i i think i said it earlier too about how i'm not maybe not a traditional osteo i don't know um i've seen a couple different like manual practitioners um, in my field and we all have a different approach to the body. Right. Um, and that's like, that's, what's so beautiful about it. Like it's less of a science and more of an art. Um, yeah. and that's where, that's where a lot of people I found like struggled in our program. Cause they were very like science, like, yeah. like show me the way, show me yeah. the like steps. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah. I, I'll admit I struggled with that off the start of like, well, someone comes in with a headache, like, what do I do? And my instructor yeah. was like, what else do they have going on? 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and so like, that's my challenge to you is, um, d- do you need to have another piece of paper to back what you're doing? Um, exactly. if you're trusted, if you're informed, if you're knowledgeable, um, if you're personable mm-hmm. and you're able to connect, um, and just make little differences along the way, like, what do you need a title and recognition for at the end of the day? Exactly. And that's what, like, the one last thing I want to ask you, I guess, before we do our segment and wrap everything up is, did you, did you have any imposter syndrome struggles with that transition or like, <laughs> oh yeah, I know, I can imagine, or like major like self-identity crisis. Cause you're like, I thought I knew this. Then all of a sudden it's like jokes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Big time. Uh, imposter syndrome, big yeah. time, like big imposter syndrome. Um, mm. especially again, going to, um, more of the Eastern side branching from Western. Um, mm. there, <laughs> there's a couple doctors that I spoke to just at the hospital and you can tell they're just so disapproving. And then I yeah. like <sighs> the imposter, the insecure, like insecurity in me was like, you need to like show them and tell them about all the success stories you've had and like light the way. And then the other part of me, that's like, no, you like, you don't need to validate your existence to, um, to like, to feel validated and valued in what you do, you know, the value of your work. And that's a lot of where, like, I struggled too with like running my own business and starting my own business Mm -hmm. of like, wait, I don't know what I'm doing. here. (laughs) 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 Um, going from, the public sector where you were told what you're worth, you have to prove that you're told that what you're, that you're worth that wage. Um, mm-hmm. And then branching into the private sector where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, wait, this is what everyone else is asking for their sessions. Like, where do I feel that it aligns with me that I like mm-hmm. that I'm valuable at whatever dollar amount it is per session. Right. Um, yeah. So that was like, that was a huge shift for me to meet. Um, and mm-hmm. it's something I'm still very much learning because there's lots of times like um, you do the comparisons and you do, which comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, I mean, you have to have a certain amount of business sense and do kind of the analysis of like, okay, well, am I still competitive? Um, you don't want to be the cheapest, but you don't want to be the most expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, um, but I also truly believe that um, who I'm meant to serve will show up, and yeah. um, I find too lots of family and friends, or even just acquaintances that you kind of run across every now and then on the trail, and it's like, oh my gosh, like I said, I was going to book an appointment with you, and I still haven't. I'm going to, I promise. Like I, I I'm coming, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> take a breath. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you're meant to receive what I have to offer, you will book your session and it will be everything that it needs to be. Like, yeah. it's all good. I'm not taking it yeah. personally. <laughs> no. oh, that's a great way to look at that. I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. Well, and I Alrighty. think something that really like changed my mind on that was, I can't even remember if it was Instagram or Pinterest, but I saw a quote and it was like, the only thing that's personal is love. And I was like, yeah. Aww. Huh, like, no, I can like, personally hate things, and then it's like, no, no, oh. that's just a projection. Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, so, for me, that really like 
kind of gave me a little bit more empowerment as like a businesswoman because I was a terrible businesswoman. I'm still not good. (laughs) (laughs) That's a learning curve for sure. (laughs) Yeah. If I could pay my bills with hugs and um, good reviews, then I would. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) It's the best kind of currency. Um, Totally. Right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But obviously that's not realistic either. So yeah. Yeah, I had a conversation with my bookkeeper my first year of business and she's like, okay, so look at how much you would have made. Look at how much you gave away in discounts, um, free sessions. And I was like, ooh, (laughs) (laughs) that hurts. So sometimes you need those people in your life to kind of like shake you a little bit and be like, hey, you are worth mm-hmm. what, yeah. like, what you're charging and, um, yeah. yeah, kind of build it and they will come, I guess. Uh, yeah. Totally. It's, I know it's so tough to learn, especially when you're so passionate about helping people is like, guys, I don't want to help you like, or hide behind a paywall, but like, I need to make money, but like, I want to help you so bad, mm-hmm. but I just like, yeah, it's tough yeah. to realize that. And like, even, okay, I am worth money. I can charge this. People will uh-huh. pay this. Like, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would love to have you back on for like a, a business, like woman in business kind yeah. of episode too. If you, we can give you some more time, but like, no, but it is such a, di- it's a hard thing to jump into as I'm, I'm looking into it right now. It's very mm-hmm. real to my situation too. And so yeah. it's, uh, yeah, no, I'm just curious. I want to pick your brain more. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm an open book to me. Yeah. Um, finances is something I've always been very like insecure about, and I don't know if it's yeah. just kind of like the upbringing or our generation or like the way we've all yeah. been taught is like, like you don't talk finances, politics, religion, and mm-hmm. whatever the other one is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Obviously I don't follow those rules very well, I guess, but <laughs> yeah. um, so for me, obviously, am I going to tell you like how much is my bank account? Probably not, but Um, I'm certainly certainly no business expert by any means, but I think um, we all need some sort of support and Mm. uh, guidance when it comes to like business and money, because it's like, it's a messed up world out there. Like it is so hard to pay for things these days, like cost of living just keeps climbing. So, I mean, again, I certainly don't have it all figured out, but (laughs) Um, definitely my failures can be, uh, lessons for other people. <laughs> yeah. As it works out. Yeah. That's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I guess okay. so. Cause I'm sure we could talk for hours, but to kind <laughs> yeah. of wrap up today's conversation, we're just going to finish off with a segment, um, of like smash or pass related to like holistic kind of practices. Oh boy. So not like, can I not have like, to be um, decisive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should, I should, I should give us a practice. I should say habits, like just like things that you do, right? Okay, okay. And so, the first one's going to be drink ten glasses of water a day. Oh well, smash the heck out of that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, prioritize a healthy breakfast or morning routine. Oh, uh, smash! I, yeah. I am an angry person. <laughs> Yeah. I can imagine what your answer is gonna be for this, but moving every day. Stretching, walking. Yeah. 
I, I, I am very pro support. Like I, I very much support rest days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wearing blue light glasses. I think these actually are blue light. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I go back and forth on that one. For now, I'll smash it. But I was asking the eye doctor last time I was there. I'm like, is it just like a marketing scheme? And she's yeah. like, well, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. haven't done my own personal research on it, but I don't know. Yeah. I think glasses are kind of cool sometimes. So match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, before I had blue light glasses, I was like working in an office and I found like when I would get home, I was just so tired and I always had a headache. And then I got blue light glasses and I noticed like that first day I wasn't as tired and I didn't have a headache when I got mm-hmm. home. And I was like, it was an immediate shift. And I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I am sold. I will never not buy another pair of glasses that have blue light in them. Yeah. Oh, that's when I awesome. got blue light when I was finishing my fourth year of university, just because I was staring at the computer so much reading mm-hmm. research articles. I was like, my eyes hurt. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yep. I'll go meditate daily. Um, I mean, in an ideal world, probably smash, but I do the best I can. (laughs) So I smash. (laughs) Fair enough. Absolutely. And then last one, surrounding yourself with people who inspire you. Smash. Smash. Also, it's like, it's hard to pass on any of those ones. That was a really good list of (laughs) list of items, but yeah perfect awesome so for our listeners do you want to like give your where our listeners can find you and i don't know if they want to book in with you or anything like that (laughs) sure um so right now i mean i'm hoping to work until the end of january i mean baby Mm -hmm. isn't supposed to come until end of february but Mm -hmm. see what baby decides yeah Yeah. Um, so for now you can find me at Pinoca family chiropractic in Mm -hmm. Alberta. Um, I'm also on Instagram at, I think it's innate body brilliance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty It'll sure it's in the description below. We'll put yeah. it there so people can find it too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, I don't know if I have like any like dots in there or not, but I'm sure if yeah. you look up innate body brilliance, you'll probably find me. Um, mm-hmm. and if you are meant to find me, you will. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at on socials. <laughs> no, that's sweet. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been so nice to talk to you and hear your mm-hmm. story. Like it's just, and it's so nice that you're so passionate about the mm-hmm. body. I love that so much. <laughs> and you're well, just thanks. such a bright, bright light. It's like, you're so wonderful to talk to. And so it's just so, <laughs> thank you for coming I'm on. I'm emotional these days. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no thank you Kelsey. it's been awesome yeah oh likewise Perfect. it was so great to meet you girls and kind of start our transition from um internet friends to real life friends so exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice. exactly perfect and then as for us i'm mac joy i'm it's jupes we are sometimes about slaps on all social media platforms you can find our website sometimes about slaps.com where we have links to all of our episode and video links as well as our um affiliate links book club reviews all sorts of good stuff anything you gotta know from us it's there and you oh can- yeah uh go to uh patreon.com slash sometimes about slaps to sign up for our patreon i keep forgetting about that <laughs> um it's two bucks a month you can get all of our episodes ad free and once we get to a few more patreons we'll start um producing some more content on there so mm-hmm. go to patreon.com slash sometimes about slaps 
Perfect. And with that being said, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Ta-ta for now. Bye. Bye.